Well, the silver lining of the very strange bye week that we had where we were all geared up for the grand final and then just fell flat with no footy is that we are still in the studio. We've still got a grand final to look forward to. You are tuning in to perhaps for the last time ever, Richo, Brownie and Really? Hummer. Well, again, I'd just say it's a lot. There's a long off season. There could be a lot of no personnel changes. Who knows? <laughs> you might be gone. I might be gone. Brandy might be gone. Who knows? Let's so, hope not. So sure just you in case. Text, text our producer last night that this is a juggernaut and thank you for your time. We are telling us something. You've said this a few times now. I feel like maybe he's offloading us. So well, he, he, no, we've I, made him, by the way. I he never comes to show up normally, does yes, he? Yes, I do. Hey? I love this show. It's been my, it's been the, my favourite project I've Are you ever worked on. Elsewhere, home or not? No, I'm just saying. If in case this is the last time, you never know when you get. You Are know, we the number one no podcast time. here? I would say so. I mean, we're certainly we're certainly the most well, are you, enjoyable. Are you back next year, mate? Well, I'm, I'm led to believe I am. But that's that's what I'm Who saying. Knows? We don't know. Oh, I don't Just know. Don't yeah, know. Yeah, There's no, no you're guarantee right. I don't for tomorrow. Know. So if there is no tomorrow, enjoy what could be the last I'm episode. I'm going to on the way home. He's <laughs> not going to be able to tell you. <laughs> we are wrapping up, of course, the Brownlow now. Anyone that's been listening to the shows understands that I perhaps was a little harsh. Well, not a little harsh. I, I fairly represented how well on the Brownlow yeah. went last year, mm-hmm. which was Brownie's fantastic project where he analysed you know, a, a full season of results and made some predictions, none of which came to fruition. Brownie, your Brownlow tracker this week, while we yes, we missed out on Merritt and we missed out on Miller, who didn't go as well. Your Brownlow tracker was bang on in terms of when a play, when you said a player was getting three votes, he got three votes so, when he missed. The only one was Ollie Wines got a couple of extra, which I think no one predicted. Ollie Wines got 37. I had him in for 29 to 30 to 31. So I missed it. There was two games where he got two best on grounds where I didn't think he deserved them. I didn't even have him in for a vote. But because um, it was a perfect uh, storm for Ollie Wines because he got – Big possessions. He got 32s, 34s, 35s, and he had no one taking votes off him. Yeah. So Boak was the only one taking votes off him. So at the end of the game, they'd won. They'd won so many games. The umpires look at the stats and they go, Ollie Wines had 34. He deserves yeah. it. Whereas there's one game where I think he had about nine clangers, and I thought he hasn't had an influence on the game, but he did get three votes in that game. I think it was against Collingwood. No, we did a show last week where I said, this is a swing game. If Ollie Wines gets the three votes in this game, he wins the Brownlow medal. Yeah. Look, I think it was reasonably predictable in the end, Ollie Wines winning, particularly when he was so close with six rounds to go and you knew that Port yeah. Adelaide won their last six games and he played really well. He's best footy at the end of the year. So pretty predictable in the end. The top three, I reckon most people had the top three right, mm. maybe in a different order, but it's become quite predictable. We know that it's a midfielder's award. And- yeah. If you were to look forward to next year, because obviously there's players that vote well and then the next year they vote really well. And maybe Sam Walsh is that guy because yeah. He, yeah. I think he overachieved this year in the voting sense. I thought his season was fantastic. I didn't think he played that good a season where he'd get 30-plus. There was a few games where I think he was probably Carl's best player. He got votes. There was a few it, like when Melbourne beat Adelaide late in the season – Paul Siebens got three votes in a seven-goal loss. They're the sort of games Adelaide, you look at and you go, how does that happen? Adelaide actually had the top two in that game, mm. and I thought, how can, how can that work? But anyway, there's always going to be a few mistakes, but you're right with Sam Walsh. 
Oh, uh, Cripps didn't play that well this year. Cripps, you'd think, would bounce back a little bit next year, but he'll be one to watch next year. I went hard on Bondon Pelly, most three votes, because I thought his best on grounds were clearer than anybody else's. And, and it was probably the reason why he didn't win the Brandlow medal in the end, because his best was amazing. Mm. And then he had these games where he dropped down to 15, 16, 17 disposals, where Ollie Wines didn't have those games. Ollie Wines, even when he probably didn't have his best game, was still having 30. We should spend a little bit of time uh, having a look at the big game. We are a football podcast after all now. It is a big show. We've got a lot to discuss. So let's keep this Let's keep this uh, sh- short and sweet. Melbourne $1.64. They were not best backed. In fact, the, the doggies, all the cash was early on the doggies. They're, they're into $2.26, but Melbourne now best backed at $1.64. Gentlemen, where, how do you see this one playing out? I'm, I still am picking Melbourne just because they've been so good over the last couple of months and they look like they've got their game plan really nutted out and they really trust what they're doing. But... You look at the two breaks. They've had two weeks off now in the last month. Who would you prefer to be right now? I I think I'd prefer to be the Dogs. I'm still going to tip Melbourne just because their form's been unbelievable. But, gee, the Dogs have got a lot of momentum about them. And Bevo's really built this narrative, Nathan, and it's a lot lot like 2016. Us against them, it is. And um, there's a few reasons why I love the Dogs, not only the fact that I started there, I am a dog, I'll always be a Western Bulldog. Doggies are in the... But hey, he was a Richmond man in 17. Yeah, correct. And 16. Yeah. I swing with the breeze. Who you did, who did, what about 16? You did the grand final footy show. Yep. And you went and did your live integration in front of with you know, 5,000. And who did he take? He rips off his suit and underneath he had a Bulldogs jumper. Very next year, he was walking around a Richmond jumper. You think the dogs are going to win, don't you? I think the dogs going to win. Oh, I like – it's the unknown, Melbourne having the lead in they've had. Nobody's ever had the lead in Melbourne have had. So the, a game, a week off, a game, a week off. And it just – who knows – what happens? They might come out and blow the dogs away. But I just like the fact that the dogs have had a really hard lead up. Then they get the freshen up. And I think yeah. they'll be great from that freshen up. And there's another reason. I've watched both their games back this year. And the first game was at Marvel. And Marvel is quite a skinny ground. And it's easy to defend. So Smaller ground. Yeah. On the, on the fast plate, if you can cover that ground, it's hard to get out. And the Bulldogs couldn't get out. Later on in the season, I think Beveridge learnt from that game. The MCG is wide. It's a lot wider. It's about 141 metres wide compared to 126 at Marvel. So there's space. It's harder for Melbourne to defend. Now you go to this ground, Optus uh, Stadium, which is the same length as the MCG, but tiny little bit skinnier, but it's still wider than Marvel. So, so think I think the ground suits the dogs. I think ah. the dogs have got more room to get through the Demons' you know, defence. One of the best games I saw the dogs play this year was a wet game against West Coast yep. Eagles at Optus Stadium. They were unbelievable that day. So they like the ground. They can play well there. A couple of big matchups, Brownie. I know you think Martin's got to put time into Gorn. Yep. And I think, Have to. And I think Viney on the other side of the equation, is he the man to put a bit of time into Liver? He could be. Um, let's talk about Max Gorn because he's been a five-goal performance. You won't see a better performance than that. So you've got to look it's at that at the dogs that and no. go, okay, um, you, might, you might have one game left in your career, Steph Martin, and make it as aggressive as you possibly can. Max Gorn, you just tag him. Martin's you do, the most important player yeah, on the ground. You do the stoppages yeah. and try and break even because the dogs, um, they don't go well at the taps. They're about ranked 16th, but they rank one and two to get that clearance away yeah. and then the, the follow-up clearance. So, I'd be saying to Steph Martin, you just tag him. You absolutely butcher him everywhere he goes, um, knees into his hips, whatever you can do to stop Max Gorn from having an influence on this game because he is the main man. Because I think you can sort of control the area around the stoppage, but if Max Gorn is allowed to do what he wants – 
then you can't control it. You can't have him what he was doing last week, tapping it and then getting the follow-ups and and doing that sort of work. So I agree, Martin's got to tag him. I think the other key matchup, and it's an obvious one, is Aaron Norton, six contested marks against Port Adelaide. One of the reasons they won the game, he was so good. He's played against Melbourne five times in his career, only kicked three goals against Melbourne Norton. And he's played on Stephen May the last three times. If May shuts him out totally again... You would think Melbourne win the game. I think Stephen May's the best defender in the competition. When he has to play one-on-one, he loves to get third man yeah. in, obviously, Stephen May, but that's Jake Lever's role. I think Stephen May's the best one-on-one defender. Does he play? Um, I think he played. Yeah. Oh, clearly he played. He's, he's trained fully. So yeah. there's always a, a risk that he can do that hamstring, but that is a pivotal matchup. Yeah. If Aaron Norton can break even in that contest or even kick three or four, the yeah. dogs will go a long way. The other one is Shaki, who did a really good job on Elliot. Now, Jake Lever, if he can play on Lever do a job, and then get two goals back the other way. Might be a sneaky... What's that? Felt like Are we having an earthquake? A little earthquake or something. Felt Seriously, like the studio just moved. That is a genuine earthquake. <laughs> it felt like an earthquake. Oh, my either, goodness. Either they're protesting out the front. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Holy moly. Anyway, show you, goes you're on. You're getting a doorway, aren't you, or something like that? Yeah, well, anyway. we were all stuffed. We just stood here like... Things are shaking. Yeah. Anyway... We're back. We have survived. We've just spent 10 minutes standing in the doorways like you're trained to do in an earthquake. We hope that anyone around Melbourne is safe. We've seen a little bit of damage, but hopefully it's yeah. just not too uh, serious, boys. But there you go. That's a bit of an excitement for your, your Wednesday. A bit of excitement, but also a bit of There was at least a little yeah. bit of just real sort of pucker time yeah, when the little, yeah. the little they've turned into a little freckle. Particularly when because, you're up um, Is that your first earthquake? No, I've, I've felt a few... That's certainly the biggest, the biggest. Yeah, that absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. We had a little one in Melbourne a couple of years ago, I remember. But uh, there, that one was... I hope everyone's safe. Certainly did a bit. Everyone's safe. Hey, Brian, move before on. we move on to the show, because I actually need to go get my second vax, um, have you got a multi for the game? I do. I think the Western Bulldogs win the game. Now, Jack Viney, I think, gets over 22 and a half possessions. Jack Viney has had more than 20 disposals in all five finals he has played. And I just think they have to go after Max Gorn. Now, Max Gorn, um, the last four games he's actually had over 18 disposals. The seven games before that was under 18. So he, I, I, if they can go after him, I just don't think he gets the freedom. So that's my multi. It's a good bad. one too. 8.25. Hey, right, let's finish for the last time this season. Extra, extra, read all about it. If for whatever reason you're a first-time listener, what happens is I read a headline that we found on social media. The gentlemen need to say who said it, where they said it, and who it is about. The first one. I love to put a bit of Grippo in the hair so it doesn't bounce around all game. It's the best product in the country. Ah, all right. A bit of Grippo in the hair. I reckon it's Bailey Fritch. That is saying that oh, because yeah, of his he's, bouncy he hair, and I don't know where he's saying it though. I didn't just think the only one I've seen this week talking about his hair was Daniel Rich at the Brownlow Medal. So I'm going to go Daniel Rich. It was Cody Waitman Ooh, on yeah, good Channel hair. Seven AFL. So he puts a bit of it's a nice thick, in uh, thick crop there. Next one. Honestly, having come here, it is better than the MCG. Kane Corn said yeah. that about what a Optus. dick knob. I should have said knob. We'll beep that up. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, seriously. 
Um, I did see that. I mean, he's just building the excitement for the uh, grand final. It's a good stadium, but yeah. It is, but better than the 100,000 at the G. Like, just no, Nothing's better the than the G. The chip on the shoulder from South Australians about Victoria just makes me sick. How do you reckon the people of Perth are going at the moment with all the Melbourne media over there? Do you reckon they're seeing them walk around the street and they're oh, not happy about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, get out of our town. Yeah. Stepping in their territory. Mm. Uh, I'm looking forward to the day that she joins the coaching ranks in footy. I think she's... Yes. She's the one that will change the face of footy going That's forward. That's Justin Lepich, and he's talking on SEN about Daisy Pearce. Uh, <clears throat> I agree. Yep, you are correct. Well done. Hey, and just speaking on the, to- the topic of Justin Lepich, Brownie, because there was rumours going around that perhaps Justin Lepich, who was performing very, very well in the special comments chair, was perhaps going to take Richo out of a job. But. Uh, Richo, can you breathe a sigh of relief that he is signed? He no longer wants a job in media and he's just perhaps sick, saved you a seat. No one was happier than me when <laughs> Leper signed up at Collingwood last week. <laughs> I was gone if Leper didn't sign up, 100%. Hey, half this podcast has turned into about NFTs, which mm. before a couple of weeks ago we had no idea. Now, for those listening for the first time, an NFT is the most ridiculous concept in the world. It is essentially just a drawing of something that for some reason sells for a lot of money. For example, it's a picture a dig- of a stick it's just a digital sold for $2 image, million. Rich and I got involved because we decided to use it for good. We are raising money for koalas with our NFTs, but we actually put a Richo NFT. We had one commissioned by a new starter here at Sportsbet. He relinquished any chance to have any cash, so that's fine. We've taken it off his hands. And we've put it on the what do you call it? Your boys, the the koalas. They they drop bears. The drop bears. They invited me into their Discord last week. Actually, they didn't invite. I I I signed up because I wanted to see what you two were getting yourselves into, because I like the NFTs and they do a really good job. And they're donating money back uh, to the koalas and certain places around Australia, which is really good. But then in the Discord, they noticed that I was in there, and then they started having a conversation with me. And then they asked, they invited me to do a duck race. I don't know how you do a duck race. I think. What's a duck race? I've got no idea what it was, but I just think that it's a, a mythical race that they have on this Discord server. Um, and under their, the moniker, it's it's Bogan Chat. I was in the Bogan Chat part, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a different world, isn't it? Hey, yeah. have, you, have you got an update for us, Brownie? So we put we put, oh, yeah, we put yours man up. up. We yep. put Richo, Richo Man up with the big lips. Um, and these are the bids we've had so far. Reese Kent bid against himself a couple of times and then the Cool so Hunter. Actually had, we've had legitimate we've bids. We've had three different bids for so it. So this is 0.105, then 0.1249, and that's of an Ethereum. So Ethereum yesterday was about 3,300. It's had taken a bit of a dive today. It's about 2,800 US dollars at the moment. So that equates to about 340 US dollars, as you can see right there. So you give an open C feedback. $346.20 total earnings. Do we accept this offer, boys? Are we happy to press the sell button on Richo, Richo, man? I don't know. No, Sold. I reckon we keep it. Sold. No, no it. Well, what are we going to do with 340 okay, bucks? Hummer. Between, how many? There's three of us. There's four in the studio. I'm reasonably seven. confident no one else is going to bid on the Richo, man. Well, we could. You think That's so? our job as salesmen. I think salesman. we just take the crew out I think we take the coin. Like, give, I, I used to sell candles. I'm a salesman at heart. I can, I can sell this. <laughs> it's not going to increase, mate. Why not? Because have a look at it. Who's going to want to pay more than $350 for that? Would it be we funny if the... we accepted the offer and then we saw it go up and up again? Well, that's what can happen. I reckon we, ho- we hoddle. No. What's it? Hoddle. No. That's, nah. We're going to sell. All right, we're, we're selling. We're going to sell. All right, and we'll use that towards um, selling, selling. We'll have a little Christmas it's gone. lunch. <laughs> we'll have a Christmas lunch. Hey, Richo, something caught your eye. Uh, I don't actually know when this was, 
But our man who we know when he was a footballer, he loved playing the, the tortured poet. He used yeah. to sit in a bathtub, write poetry, drink well, this is, Jack Daniels. Mm. No, it's been a bit of a theme here on, on our podcast that, we you know, we find some old footage and we drag it up. And I was uh, – this came across my desk last week and it's been – a few about me this year, Rep Bartlett's put up, but we've had one send of oh. our man here, Brownie. Now, now, I remember the footy show used to do a lot of parodies on the yes, footy show. Yes, that was good. That so was good. we've had this one sent in. This is our man. Obviously from the footy show, was it? Yeah, Nathan <laughs> Brown. Where has our friendship gone? Did I bounce you behind the play? <laughs> it's a great wig, isn't it? So what are you singing about? Oh, God. Possibly that was wrong. <laughs> oh, my. Jay, so for those listening... It it's is about Brownie. Stevie J. It's about Stevie. It's Brownie's in this white <laughs> wig. Oh, this no. giant wig. It's Gary. Gary Lyons just entered the scene. So it started are right. You singing? Is that your voice? Stevie J knocked me over. We played down at the Cattery one day. Just bashed, bashed into me from behind. Is Richo? Oh, Richo! Is him? Oh, Look at no. Richo! That's a sweet jumper. So again, it's Brownie looking like he's in a dream with knocked me over. White wig. And I asked why, and he goes, you belted me a couple of years ago. I didn't even know. I could never remember. So footy show picked it up and thought it was a good idea to do this parody. Do you reckon he's played a guitar before then? <laughs> oh, <Nathan>? my <laughs> God. That, all right. That, that is, is marvellous. Hey, we should use this time to thank Rhett Bartlett. for. Yeah. We know he's a listener. Thank him well done, uh, for all of his work because he's contributed massively to this show, Digging It Up. And I, I speak none other. And one of the guys that went on Twitter just after the earthquake to post that there'd been an earthquake. There's been well. a lot, haven't there? There's been a lot. The usual suspects get on Twitter and just put out the obvious, don't they? If you're Lim- on Twitter, Limo Steve-o. Just, just jumped on 20 minutes after the earthquake and asked if anyone felt <laughs> if the you earthquake. Go, if you just spent one second looking at your timeline, you're going to see that other people heard that, that saw the earthquake. Yeah. You don't need to uh, need to tweet Your man Roko was one Roko of them. Roko was one of them. Hey, now last week, if you remember, now Brownie filmed earlier in the week. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. He, he's being he's remained very tight lipped on what unfolded. The smirk makes me think that perhaps he did all right. But we had the question: Who would he call in front of friend you or yeah. me? And thankfully, we've actually got some evidence that might suggest why it's better well, he, to call you. Well, he chose me because I'm an experienced game show uh, mm. game show player, yep. Nathan. And With this, a ponytail. And this is embarrassing. But who's playing tonight as far as AFL is concerned? All right, well, our first contestant is one of the up-and-coming superstars of the AFL, a high-flying forward whose 95 season was cruelly cut short by a knee That's injury. A mark as Please well. welcome from the oh, Richmond Football Club oh, and pin no. boy, Matthew Richardson. <laughs> There we go. Oh. So for those listening, it was just Richo, his introduction. It's when you had the, the full, long ponytail hair. We didn't get to hear your voice, but I suspect we know what it's going to yeah, sound like. Voice. I was reasonably yeah. self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we've actually got a little montage of your answers. I went pretty well. First question. A football match occurring immediately before another is called a curtain. Matthew. Curtain raiser. Yes. Curtain raiser. A motor raiser. fan is sometimes called a petrol what? Matthew. Petrol head. That's right. Oh, yeah. Shane pretty happy yourself. Singing here is which AFL legends? Matthew. Peter McKenna. Oh, that's right, yes. Bending the forearm is which arm's muscle in the front part of the upper arm? You've got some long to do. Look at Bill's going well. Yes. The Flames are the women's basketball team of which? Matthew. Sydney. Yes. The recipient of a Best Male Artist Award at the Arias, I had numerous top 20 hits including Rose Coloured Glasses, Don't You Know It's Magic and Comic Conversation. Matthew. Um... John Farnham. John Farnham is right. That's what we needed. What nationality is Steffi Graf? 
Matthew. German. Correct. What is 38. the nickname of the new Port Adelaide AFL? Matthew. Billy's on 50 Power. there. Billy yeah, wins, so I think. Oh, no. Richo. Have you worked under your chin? Your chin seemed to be oh. very, very big in that, in that no, image. It, it, like it, it looked, can we get that video up again and just pause on Richo's chin? I think you've had some work done nah, well, surgically on, to reduce. Let me look at how oh, big your chin you is. Have. You've had a you're chin like, job. You look like a horse you in there. You've had a chin job. You've so had how, a chin job. You've had a chin job. And you've got a scar you've had a chin on your job. chin. How, oh, that's been there since I was a kid. Oh, you have job. had a chin job. That, that is when you've you're had young. a chin job. So when you're younger, you don't have a bit of puppy fat <laughs> Richard, on your face. you've you had idiot. a chin job. I have not you had, have a, had chin a chin job. job. You have old chinny. Chin, uh, chin, chin. Uh, I've had no work. Oh, my Vain days. human being. Richo has had a chin job. That is disgusting. I'm not giving him a chance to refute it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of puppy fat around the chin. <laughs> you idiots. Well, actually, look at your chin there, Brownie. Anyway, have you had a was, chin job? That was chiselled. It's just have you had a chin job? Brownie's gone the reverse. You've done a reverse. Brownie's done the reverse. He's got puffed back out again. Been stung by a bee. I remember last week we brought up uh, Nathan in Bali, the photo with him riding on the moped, and it featured in a newspaper article about the ugly Australians. They get over there to Bali and they break all the rules. Yeah. Mm. We've been able to drag up the photo. This appeared. No, have you really? This appeared in a national newspaper <laughs> here in Australia. Look at Nathan. Oh my God, Dave, Richard, just describe it for the listeners. So, that for aren't our listeners that aren't watching, this is Nathan <laughs> in Seminyak on a moped with his wife Christine on the back and their beautiful little daughter Ava when she was only Jesus. probably twelve to eighteen Obviously months just old. Just told a funny joke. Christine is laughing. She's not head strapped off. in. She's li- no helmets. Ava's literally <laughs> just like hanging onto your back. No helmets on, and Nathan and Christina just think they're the funniest Aussies oh, in Bali. Days. Uh, what was going on there, Nathan? It's Bali, mate. You know, you, you just, still got to wear. Yeah, helmets. it was the one with the locals. Little, what? She could have literally just slid off. No. That is oh, extraordinary. I don't know. They never used to wear helmets and cricket. I reckon if, if, if uh, whoever's responsible, you know, if the authorities saw that today, yeah. I reckon it might just you be know you might you're have knocking more, on, the, on your door. You're normally more responsible with your first child. How have you been with? Yeah, we get it if that's your fourth. I think they'll grow up just fine. I think the school of hard knocks at our place. Extraordinary. <laughs> it is extraordinary. Hey, Brownie, you've. You've decided that given that we are starved for opportunities to do much activities, but one yep. thing that are open is skate parks. Now, you used to be a skater. Many, many years ago. And um, you're back. So the kids have taken interest in skateboarding, so the two older girls and Jude. So I bought them skateboards the other day and been going down to the skate park, and I've been trying to get Jude to go down this 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 dip, which isn't that big. And I used to skate. How high would it be, a metre? Yeah, it's not. It's probably Less 70, <laughs> 75 centimetres. <laughs> but eventually he got it. So now he's going off this one that's two metres high. But it took me a long time to convince him. And he'd walk off and he'd crack it and he'd throw the board and he'd sit down and he'd sook about it. And I'm like, mate, don't sook. Yeah, I said, you've got to harden up. You've got to harden up, mate. I said, these people here don't want to see you crying. They yeah. don't want to see yeah. you not being able to do it. Because you skateboarded a lot back in Bendigo. I said, you're like me. You're really, you you're really talented and you're really coordinated. So I said, I'm going to do it for you, show how easy it is. And it wasn't as easy as I thought. Now, I got down it, but I look back at the vision and uh, I don't you're think I nailed nice. it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You were t- what the hell are you doing? You, you were normally tentative there, weren't I you? I was tentative. Yeah. I, I got halfway down. I thought, I'm going to stuff this Let's up Let's have a look Let's at have this. Have a look. Old shaky knees. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's not that high either, is it? <laughs> and look, you've got the pace of a, of a, of a so, rolling cotton bud. 
But do you look as he as he gets to the bottom and you know that he's safe and he's settled? He just, smirks. We've just paused it on Nathan's head as he comes past the camera. Have a oh, look at him. You <laughs> cocko. You're pretty happy with that, aren't yep, you? Yep, I am. Hey, Richo. Footy finishes up Saturday. In fact, yeah. you you finish even before that. You finish at four o'clock after four o'clock broadcast. Saturday, which I'm means unemployed. You have got you are unemployed. Unemployed at four o'clock until Saturday. March, assuming yes. that everything goes well with sports. I did have a few 7. jobs, but they've been cancelled. So for the last time, for our last show of the year, we're going to bring back a game that was. Um, so you don't have any contracts live in the system. No, no. Oh no, I've got next year, but right. I haven't. I've got yeah. no. So you're not really unemployed. I haven't got any summer. Well, work, he's got mate. nothing. He's got no cash. That's why he's been pushing for this to go into the summer. <laughs> I'm like a summer series. I'm actually going to wash cars at a mate's car yard for a while. Hey, really? Yeah, I've got to do something. Just to keep yourself. All right, well, we're going to bring back the seat game. If you remember the seat game, we pick a completely random page that out sounds, of every single hang on, job. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> he's going to wash cars at his mate's car wash for a while. That reeks of somebody who is thought about that. Okay, what can I do to get myself in the news and in the paper the, to, yeah. for people to say, just what a humble, genuine yeah, guy yeah, you is. Know, look it? at him going to do this. You don't think I haven't thought that you thought about that and that's exactly your brain working to go, how can I appear to be a genuine, normal guy to everybody? I like a bit of manual labour, mm. Nathan. Yeah, you like me. You don't you have to I, think yeah. about we're it. we cut from a different cloth. Look, yeah. You would never do that. It wouldn't enter your mind. No. I like just doing you're some doing manual work. You're doing it for ulterior motives. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, you I'm are. Not. I'm not going to tell sorry, anyone what, where the car is, yard what, is. What's a bulk car? Oh, it's a car yard. So he sells Car yard. Cars. He's got a car dealership. Oh. I'm not going to tell you which one it is because I don't want people to know. So you're going to go all the way to Ferntree Gully. Yeah, it is. It's the Kia Stinger. You're going to wash cars, are you? This is how you get the Kia Stinger, is it? I might go for a couple of hours one day. Of course you will. Yeah. All right, well, let's find you a job. So you're going to give me a page number. You're going to give me a number on the page, and that is the job that you will have to, or will, yeah. will ask you, would you even consider doing right. that job for some summer well, work? Page right. three for me. Oh, you haven't gone very far. We've got we've got 2,000 pages. You pick page three. Well, well 103. Oh, I've got internet issues. Just wait. Oh. <laughs> this happens every time. Just wait. It, it will come good. All right, page three, job yeah. number uh, one to 19. 17. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. All right, you've got to move to Sydney. Yeah. You are a forklift operator. Full time employment in rapidly growing company. Located at the Sydney market, so I assume you'll be pushing fruit have to veg a, around. I have to get a ticket, obviously. Join one of Australia's largest fruit fresh produce companies. Like it. So would you do that for a summer job? Yeah, I would. Would yeah. you, Brownie? Drive a forklift. No. All right, you're unemployed. I mean, you're a little more employed than Richo because you have sports bet, but give me a page number. 33 and 7. Oh, this internet is doing my head in. 33, number 7, 3, 4, 5. Okay, your summer job, front office coordinator in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Be careful of COVID out there. Dental house group. (laughs) At the dental house group. Looking for a superstar front office coordinator for our established and fast-growing dental practice in Sunbury. You could get your little baby teeth fixed up. You got little. That's teeth. a positive. That is a positive. <laughs> Sunbury's a negative. Yeah, you got to yep. be careful out there. A lot of a uh, lot of COVID cases out there and whatnot. Um, all right, <laughs> that will just go in. Uh, okay, Richard, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my fucking head in. I reckon the earthquake's unnerved us a bit. Oh, it has. I feel a bit strange. I keep feeling like I'm going to get earthquake sympathy pains. Like I I feel my legs start to be honest with you, we're 13 levels up. I want to get out of here. And we're in an old, old building as well. I'll tell you Let's race through it. I'll tell you what's doing my head in. We'll make it quick. It's been talked about a lot, but it just proved, we talked about it before the Brownlow, it's a midfielder's award. Well, it's got 
it's gone to a new level now. Out of the top 30 vote getters in the Brownlow medal, there was only one Ford or back in there. That was Tex Walker. That That is out of whack. You're telling me that there wasn't one other Ford or Defender that was in the best 30 players this season. Yep, I it's agree. It's totally out of whack now, and I, I don't know what we can do about it. They're not going to change it, but it's just not recognising that. What about Jake Lever and Stephen May? Just not even recognised in the Brown. Two of the most influential players in it. Yeah. And I think when people talk about, you know, there was four players over 30, it's never happened before. I think that the good players are still as good and maybe even better than what they've always been. But I think the the competition is diluted. I don't think the talent pool is as so big. The better so better players stand out even more. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of players playing AFL football that probably wouldn't have got a game 10, maybe even 15 years ago, where the good players are so good now and they're playing against players that probably shouldn't be playing AFL because of so many teams, the lists are quite large. Um, and your other point last week, they don't get tagged either. No, they don't play on anyone, so they get more touches. So it's doing my head in. I just want to see some forwards and defenders recognised a little bit more. So I don't know if it's going to change, but it does my head in a little bit. Hey, uh, Nuffy Jar. I'm going to start off with a a verbal one. I I heard that Sam McClure, obviously a good friend of the show and uh, quite often in the Nuffy Jar, was over in – he's in Perth for the grand final and he was at a pub or a bar. Cutterslow Hotel. Cutterslow Hotel. And he thought he saw, and it turned out to be, Isla Fisher, who's obviously married to Sasha Bowen Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, Who is and or Ali G, for those who don't know. And Sam went up to her and said – I don't normally do this, but yeah. can I get a photo? Yeah. And she looked at him oh. and she said, no, so you can't. <laughs> so just I would have on... thought two redheads together would get yeah. a photo. So just to add on the back of that, he Sam last Wednesday night on Sportsdown Throughout W, he obviously wanted to get that story in that he met uh, Isla Fisher over in Perth. Yeah. And he did. So a way to get it in there, he said, can you ask me about Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen appearing at the grand final? And I said, why? Is he going to appear? And Scoop said, yeah, just ask me. I've got a bit of mail on it. So I asked him about Sasha Baron Cohen and he told that story so he could infiltrate it. That's an egomaniac. It is. Egomaniac. That's a nuffy. Hey, we've got to – last week we put up a Twitter poll, but before we get to awarding the Nuffy Jar winner of the year, we've just got a very late entrant, our man, Richo. What? Yeah, Richo makes an interview splash. So this was after two weeks or a week after, the, of course, a very famous video of the Western Bulldogs uh, drink. They had a beer. They were singing their, their, their song, not the club song, but a song they think. Richo gets on there about a week after. How good the doggies had a few beers in the room Saturday night. Nothing better. GF two weeks away, not going to change a thing, which very quickly, Dull says, did you just find this out now? Richo, yeah, I did. Hence I commented on it. Richo, you, it was a hey, week after it happened. This is only 10 minutes ago that he's having a out Lemo for posting about the earthquake 20 minutes late. Come on, mate. Oh, I can't defend you. got to stay What off. the hell? you got to self-exclude. You know what it is? It's Don't drink. You've got to stay. I've had a few at that point. You've got to stop. And our good friend, well, not a good friend. We don't oh, – I'm, I'm indifferent about him. Rocco had a, um, had a tweet. You picked this up, mate. This was it. Uh, going through some more old pics. Obviously, he's going back through his catalogue of, of old photos and he thought, why don't I put this up just to show people that I was on a big 
column at the uh, Etihad Stadium and it says, Connolly eats, breathes, footy, the age. <laughs> Come on, As Roko. He, uh, he actually had a crack at Fairfax. No, but to, just to give a little bit of defence there for Roko, Everyone's going through old photos at the moment. We're bored out of our brains at home. We're looking through our phones and finding old we don't photos. We gen- normally post them, though, do we? No, not, not always, no. Of ourselves on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am very happy to announce, of course, we had the poll. Now, the three entries that were for the Nuffy Jar of the year, we had Tom Browns reckon Eddie Betts might be injured. That has him. to win. We had Brownie calls into the Marty Sheargold show, we, and we had Richo tweets the Hoodoo Gurus. We had a Twitter poll. How many people voted? I think we had at 630-odd oh, votes. Made that up. 75% of all votes were on this tweet. Oh, that <laughs> Strong <laughs> shirt game here from the Gurus. Looking forward to this, says Matthew Richardson. And a tweet of the Hoodoo Gurus. Look me straight in the eye, Harm, and tell me that that is worse than the Eddie Betts one when he clearly was injured. It's not, no. And well, you, it's what the people want. It. Is it worse it's a fan than, vote. It's Tom a Brown's fan vote. Worse. Is it worse than him calling the Marty Sheargold show? It's a fan vote. Oh, come Richo, on. you are the nothing of the jar. Congratulations. Let's give some, vote, uh, some awards out now. All right, we're not going to look at the leaderboard, even though I think it's been set in stone for the last four weeks. We're going to do your votes, and then we are going to award the Richo Brownie and Hummer Award of the Year. Last year it was called the Trump or Trumpet Award. We don't really know why. Lockie Neal won it. I forget who won the bad one. So, gentlemen, your votes. Okay, I gave best. We'll do best first. I gave one vote to Josh Bruce. Did you see it? Like he's missing the grand final. He's done his ACL. You know, he's back here in Melbourne and he is out at the Bulldogs packing up merchandise and helping the merch team out there. Superstar. Because they're absolutely flat out with, Good um, effort. with merch orders. Well done, so that, Josh Bruce. That, that's good. That I is. like that. Yeah. So you washing the car is nothing like that. No, okay? no, no, no. I'm not. But I'm, I'm not doing it now, for any recognition. No, I'm doing I think, it I think because I need to work. No, I, think, I think you were. No, doing I was doing it for, it for a recognition and pump up my mate's uh, car yard, Ferntree Gully Hyundai. Um, <laughs> two votes to Basil. <laughs> two votes to Basil uh, Zemplis, the mayor of Perth. Is anyone having as good a time as Basil over there in Perth at He's the moment? He's pretty happy with oh, himself. He is everywhere, Baz. I love him. And uh, Ollie Wines gets three, wins the Brownlow medal. I gave one vote to Bailey Smith. Did you see the shot of Bailey Smith in the paper with his top off the other day? Mm. He's an amazing yeah. rig. How Jack. good is that? You look at that and you go, oh, wow. He's working with a fair bit, isn't he? He's yeah, working he with a lot. Two votes. Um to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, really? Okay. I used to be a big fan of the LA Raiders back in the day. I used to have the LA Raiders hats. Yeah. Obviously, uh, nothing's ever worked in Las Vegas. Nothing's no. ever worked in the Gold Coast. But they are 2-0, and and their main man, Declan Carr, the best quarterback Derek at the moment. Carr. Statistically. Statistically. So two votes to them. Jeez. And three I'm votes. I'm bloody hell. <laughs> the wrong name. <laughs> Declan Garmer, Derek. Derek. Three votes. Doesn't even know his name. (laughs) You know what he's trying to do there? I'm an NFL man. He doesn't even know the line. They've won two games. You called the most important player the wrong bloody name. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Oh, shit. The earth, it's blown the earthquake. The earthquake has got us. Is that someone you're saying I'm trying to work to? Three votes, Dolly Wines. <laughs> That's the best I've seen. Well, I've you. tried to write Derek and what it's the auto-corrected hell? me. on the earth. Declan. Can you admit now that you know nothing about the NFL and you tried to make I it I like NFL, bit? but I don't follow it as closely as <laughs> so what, so what I tried to last... start pointing out then. 
All right. Uh, I love this man. No, I'm, I'm actually backing him in to win the Norm Smith medal, but you, you can't wear Air Force Ones to the Brownlow, surely. No. I know that he, he's a trendy guy, Christian Petrarca, but you wear you wear. You don't wear Air Force Ones oh, to the okay. ground, line, I don't reckon. Uh, two to the guy that kicked the dog at the, you know, Absolute the CFMEU spanner. protest. Yep. That That is just – I hope the RSPCA they will. chose They'll that get him. guy up. And three to the umpires, round 21, GWS to Geelong. Three votes to the umps down there. Sam Taylor had to get the three votes that day. I gave one vote to the guy that kicked the dog as well. Um, big dog person, hum. I can't stand yep. for that. Two votes to Port Adelaide. I think they played poorly in the prelim and we gave them votes last week and a lot of talk around the fact that they're upset that former players like Kane Corns and Warren, Warren Treadray have gone hard at them. And I listened to Matty Lloyd the other night say that why are they even worried about that? They should be worried about their performance rather than what ex-players are saying, which says to me that they're worrying about things they shouldn't. So two votes to Port Adelaide and three votes to the umpires. How Sam Taylor didn't get any votes in that game is beyond me. Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, we've got a little uh, late shot here. We did the Brownlow show last week and have a look at what oh, Nathan Brownie. Hey. So look, on the screen is Brownie. You're obviously, you're dressed, you're doing a show. What are they? your bottom half, so you're dressed in your tuxedo. But what are the shoes you're wearing? They're Alexander McQueen's. Oh, my God, mate. They look like something you'd wear on the moon. No, they look, they look like shoes you get if you, you swap them when you're going bowling. Mm. <laughs> with the height. Like, they're shit ass, mate. These ones here. Well, they, they, are. Are. they are shit. Just no, not a big. You know why he wears them? He's got a bit of small. He does. Everything you wear, a little bit of height. Your height. A little bit of height. Very comfortable. All right. Well, too. let's just have a look. Let's award the winners. Yep. It is an absolute honour to award the Bont on fifteen. Bailey, Bailey Smith, Smith came home like a mm. steam train, but the Bont fifteen wins the wins the win? show award. Uh, just the no, nah, just the honour. Okay. And West Coast wins the hum up, which has been sewn up since about around eleven. There was no real change there. Uh, c- congratulations on Christo, the counter Christo, who actually fell down dramatically this year. He he uh, he, he won, won last, last year, year easily, and didn't win it this year. All right, gentlemen, for the last time in two thousand and twenty-one, <sighs> hummetheticals. That earthquake got to us, sorry. We will. So I will agree. This is probably not been our strongest show, but we are blaming it on the earthquake. It hasn't been our best this, show at all. This, this building was built. I think we've saved the last show for our worst. <laughs> I, I don't hey, sometimes you just have a bad day. I, I, I reckon if you carry on after an earthquake when you're 13 floors up, you go in on an old building. And like the, the thing, the thing is, this stuff was shaking. I know it's, it's still shaking from, now, but for ages. We've so put we a Gary Rowan in a final on it. <laughs> I don't reckon we even do that, I'm a <laughs> This will No, I, I, I might save it. I might save it, the hypotheticals. I will save it. No. All right. This actually came – these are all grand final um, – uh, uh, I am cactus. These are all grand – anyway, David White. <laughs> so David White sent this on Twitter. You play a 10-year career. You only play for one, one side the whole time. In one side, you play nine finals out of 10 years, six preliminary finals, one grand final and no win. Or do you play in one final series, one grand final, one win? What would you take? Grand I'd, final win. I'd take the one win. Absolutely. Would you? Yeah, I yeah. thought that's probably a bit silly, that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more. And then the last one, I promise, is going to bring it home for the year. Uh, <coughs> would you prefer to be in a grand final where you win by a point or a grand final where you win by 100 points? We did this last year. Did we? Yeah. 100 points. Uh, yeah, 100 points. 100. I want to be celebrating for a long time and enjoying it, like Richmond did against the Giants. Last one. Richo, I yep. can rewind time. 
right? Before the year before Brownie uh, signs up or comes across to Richmond, because you don't pay overs and give up whoever you had to give up for get Brownie, Richmond actually win the next four premierships where you're playing. But Brownie never came. Would you take the premierships if it meant you never played with Nathan Brown? It's an easy one. Oh well, uh, uh, great mate, very good mate, but I couldn't give a stuff if I didn't play for, with Brownie. <laughs> Four but you might not be mates. You might not be mates, though. That's the we're already, no, we're mates already mates. We we're already mates. So Close. I know we'd we still a be few mates. nights out together. I'd take the four flags every single day of the week, but we'd still be friends. So it's a win-win for me. All right. Well, those hypotheticals sort of wrapped up the show. Don't judge the whole season on one bad show. We're blaming it on the earthquake. A big, big thank you to, well, especially a big, big thank you to everyone in the studio. If you just noticed the show seemingly just all of a sudden got a lot better about a quarter way through the years because Nath, John, our producer, came on. He's very, very talented. He took the show to turn it into the juggernaut. And man big, with two first names, Nathan John. Yes, he is. And a big thank you to everyone that's listened. We've had more listeners. We've had more feedback, which has been a fantastic year. And again, there's no guarantee of tomorrow. So hey, if we're never in the same room again. You started the show asking if we were going to be back next year. I think confirmed <laughs> we won't be back next year. That was horrible. That's the last Richard Brown and Hummer you're ever going to hear. Good luck. Enjoy the grand final weekend. Stay safe. Get jabbed. Gamble responsibly.